Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Donald Trump could be disqualified from running in 24 by Supreme Court. So this is a couple of lawyers from University of Chicago and University of St. Thomas. They did this 126-page report, and they argue that Trump attempted to overturn the 2020 presidential election. That amounts to insurrection, thus making it unconstitutional for him to run for the White House again under the 14th Amendment. Uh And they say this is provident and duty and they're taking it all the way to the Supreme Court if they have to to back their conclusion. Well, I hate to burst these people's bubble here but uh, just a couple things. And look, I am just a low-level bird lawyer who uh, just, uh, you know, (laughs) pretends to be one on the radio and I have no actual legal experience. Uh, Did you know Todd Rokita and I believe we have tried the same amount of cases in our our life? Yeah. You Uh, probably won all yours, though. Me, the pretend lawyer on the radio, and Mm -hmm. Todd Rokita, the actual actual attorney general, I believe we we tried the the, uh, same amount of cases. Um, the the only difference is my stupidity doesn't or fun with the law doesn't hurt anybody. Todd Rokita as well. He's the attorney general. So, uh, hi, Todd. Hope you're having a great Friday. Uh, number one, the Supreme Court doesn't have to take any case they don't want to take, and they're not going to take this case. And number two, I was unaware that Donald Trump had been uh, convicted of insurrection, Casey. Right. Correct. I was unaware. No one. In fact, I didn't know a single solitary person from January 6th had been convicted of insurrection. They, Did I miss that? No. They go on to say that Donald Trump will need permission from oh. two-thirds of both the Senate and the House uh-huh. to run for president. Sure. So now he has to ask for permission. It just proves ridiculous headlines that uh, try and get you with their clickbait. But speaking of Donald Trump, he he and has, they got you. Well, I you wanted, clicked. I did because I was like, what? Okay, we have to see what this is all about now. Mission accomplished on their part, Casey. You're probably the same person who clicks on, you won't believe what Brad Pitt did when Angelina Jolie walked by. Click here to read more. <laughs> you know I do. You know I, what, <laughs> what do they look like now? <laughs> why, why does my computer have 9,300 viruses on it? What, what the hauntavirus? <laughs> what? Okay, well, here's something I definitely did click on, and this is actually noteworthy. Donald Trump says that he will not sign the pledge, oh, the yes. loyalty pledge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy signed it. Nikki Haley signed it as well. And they're saying that they will back whoever is the nominee. Okay, so this is going to be super interesting because, well, first of all, before we get into this, we do have audio uh, of Trump. Trump was asked about this, mm-hmm. and basically that's what he said is he's not signing that pledge, and he made it sound like he's not doing the debates either. We have so much. You just opened up so many avenues right now. But just to clean up, tie up the the, the Fox debate, said so you'll you'll decide next week. What is I'll there be anything? announcing? Yeah, I've already decided, uh, and I'll be announcing something next week. Yes. I know the Fox senior executives came and had dinner with you and pitched you. Did they move the needle? Well, they were very nice. Look, uh, they were very nice. Here, here's why, uh, Mr. President. The only reason I, I say this, I put a poll up on Twitter. At least two-thirds of the people don't want you to do the debate because they feel it could be a setup. Are you concerned about Fox 
setting well, up? Well, when you're at 75, 78, 80 percent, and other guys are at zero, one percent, two percent, three percent, you do say, uh, what's the upside? Am I going to go up one point? But they could go up. You know, they're not dumb people. They're senators. They're governors. They're intelligent people. You have some very good people. I think you have some very good people, and you have some people. I mean, I have a problem with the debate for another reason. I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge? of people on there that I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have certain people as, you know, somebody that I'd endorse. So they want you to sign a pledge. But I can name three or four people that I wouldn't support for president. So right there, there's a problem, okay? Right there, there's a problem. I but I don't have to use that. Right now, no, I don't want to do that. Which, I don't that there's no reason to insult him. <laughs> there's no reason. So he's trying to get out. All right, who uh, who's running that you don't like, Donald Trump? And he did later in that conversation mention Asa Hutchinson. And then he went on to say that Vivek Ramaswamy was doing a good job. Uh, he likes Ramaswamy until mm-hmm. Ramaswamy becomes, if indeed this happens, the next guy who's on the ascend. And mm-hmm. then he will stop liking him if he feels remotely threatened. Now, one of my favorite things with Trump is his ability to exist exaggerate the truth without any sort of hesitation. There's not a single solitary poll that shows Donald Trump at 80% of the vote anywhere. And yet for him, I'm yeah, at 80% I'm of at the vote. 70, 80%. I, yeah. it's, it's, there's almost something charming about it, his ability to just say things that are wholly ridiculous and keep, keep going. Okay, so here is the conundrum on this for me. Because as a person who values transparency, mm-hmm. he should absolutely get on that stage and say, look, I'm running for president for A, B, and C. Here's what I'm going to do if I'm elected. Here is my opportunity to lay out my vision for the country, address concerns of the American people, and let me show you what a bunch of ding-dongs these other underachievers are around me. But he doesn't have to. And so this is if you don't feel any sort of obligation to transparency and accountability, which, look, whether you love Trump or not, I think we all know Trump doesn't feel any sense of loyalty or obligation to anyone but himself. No, politically, it's a terrible move because, Mm -hmm. again, if you're Trump and you don't feel an obligation to the voter, to the taxpayer, to lay out your vision, and if Republican voters aren't going to hold you accountable and punish you for not doing that, then why wouldn't you go to Joe Rogan or to Tucker and say, hey, well, let's do a dealio online live right, right during the smack dab in the middle of this, and we'll take all their... We'll take all their viewers because, you know, Trump would get more viewers than than they would. I mean, that's that's a snooze fest if it's DeSantis and Pence and Christie and Scott. I mean, like sitting there looking at that picture of Hammer and Nigel on our wall is more entertaining than listening to those guys. <laughs> and he knows that mm-hmm. he knows that the, they, that he can spit in the face of the RNC and go, yeah, I'm not signing your pledge and I'm not doing the debates. Go ahead and tell your party that I can't be the nominee. Go ahead. Yeah, he's not playing the party game. He's got no reason to go to that debate. In fact, if he were to go, it could actually hurt him. So why would he do that? I really do think that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis are going to come across as very intelligent during the debate and it may hurt Trump if he were on that stage. So yeah, why would he do it? Yeah shouldn't do it no and, and if you're it's solely political is all you care about which you know it is with trump mm-hmm. then don't do it and he's not going to do it and uh it is disappointing because the whole reason i wanted to see pence on that debate stage right was to uh see trump eviscerate him now 
maybe if, you know, thing. well, look, it's not going to change. I mean, at this point, Nigel and I were talking about this during Off the Rails yesterday. At this point, if you are, if you have not been removed as a Donald Trump supporter, what would it be? Yeah. What would be the thing at this point that's going to come out about him where you'd go, well, that's it. That I, That's the last straw. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Yep. He's There's nothing. There's not the only logical way Trump could maybe possibly get derailed is someone like DeSantis has such a ground game in Iowa because it's a goofy, squirrely process with a caucus, not an election. And you have seen in the past underdogs and no namers come out of there with surprise victories that they pull a rabbit out of their hat and their organization is so good and trump's is not which it's really not trump's always kind of been a ragtag band of misfits in terms of his campaign that they win and then okay now you've got some sort of interesting ball game puncher's chance whatever to the next week next week in new hampshire but other than that there is no path for any of these people it's it's Trump. Well, you mentioned Ron DeSantis, and he really has to do something, and he's got to do it quick because a new poll just came out. This was conducted by Signal, and they said Donald Trump continues to dominate the field, of course, of the Republican primary contenders. But here's the big one. Shocker. Vivek Ramaswamy has overtaken Ron DeSantis for second place. Well, we talked about this when DeSantis got in, and I think we both agreed, hey, people are going to see this guy. They're going to look at Florida. They're going to love him. They're going to say, wow, we want the country to be like that. This is going to be great. But politics has changed to the point now where traditional campaigning, I'm not sure that really works if you've got someone who can captivate the public like the way the way Trump does. And DeSantis is in that bubble now. He never did it as a front runner. He did it as the alternative where uh, Fred Thompson was in 2008 and where um, uh, Perry, Rick Perry, Rick Perry. Yeah, was in Texas. 2012. Mm-hmm. And to some extent where Jeb Bush was as the front runner in 2016, where when you set an expectation and the expectation was, hey, yes, DeSantis will enter behind and people are going to see him and he's going to gradually move up the list. And by the time the first debate comes, he may not be in the lead, but he'll be within striking distance. And wow, now we've got a ball game. Well, he hasn't done that. And so people who are looking at alternatives are going, well, dude, if you can't mm-hmm. if you can't make up any ground, then we got to look somewhere else if we if you don't want Trump. And it's the same way Perry and Thompson. There was all these expectations and they totally underwhelmed. And then it's not even maybe they did so bad. It's just they didn't. Now, Perry was a total implosion. But Thompson, it was just like. Yeah, the guy's just a boring actor who speaks really well. I mean, there's nothing magnanimous or anything about him. He's just a gruff-talking guy who was on Law & Order and Hunt for Red October. I mean, yeah, you know? yeah. DeSantis definitely not as dynamic as Trump. Trump gaining one point in this poll. He's up to 53%, and Vivek Ramaswamy shot up six points. He's at 11%, and DeSantis, he went down. He's down to 10%. Can I, can I just make an editorial comment Absolutely. real quick, Casey? It's half your show. One of my favorite things in the world, yeah. and the thing I get just, I can't tell you the level of joy I get out of this. By the way, you can watch us on YouTube. I don't know if you were aware of that. You can, you just go to YouTube and you can just put our name, Kendall and Casey, in the browser there and you can watch this show. Um, and if you think we're great to listen to, we're even more beautiful to look at. <laughs> One of my favorite things, and I can't tell you the joy I get out of this, yeah. is people who every single day, I'm talking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every single damn day of the week, 
spend three hours of their day Mm -hmm. obsessed on our show and commenting in our YouTube chat, but yet they hate our guts. (laughs) I can't tell you the joy I get of knowing the amount of your day that I waste every single day obsessing over me. So when you people make your little comments, just know I sit at home, I sit here, wherever I am, and multiple times a day, I just lean back and laugh at the fact that you are so obsessed. Now, they're usually very nice to you. I mean, let's face it, it's usually me because you're a beloved figure. But the amount of joy I get knowing the amount of your day that I waste. So because they're spending all of this time disliking you? You're still a fan. That's right. It all counts the same on the ratings. It all counts the same. It does. 